Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Spokane, Washington, Spokane Comedy Club, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. That's where I'll be. Please come. Cleveland, Ohio, Cleveland Hilarities, April 15th, 16th, and 17th. Can't wait to be back in Cleveland. Very excited. Hey, Dallas, you've been asking, and I'm coming back. I'll be at Hyenas in Dallas, May 14th and 15th. Frangiola.com has all the tickets, or you can get them at the website of any of the clubs I just mentioned. Stereo.com backslash Frangiola is where you could find our fun stereo shows every Monday. We do a fun stereo show and you guys can check that out. It's like a live podcast where you can have uh, ask questions and have a good time. Stereo.com backslash Frangiola. Download the app and have a good time with stereo. Patreon, $5. We have a Patreon. Come and get another episode every Tuesday on Patreon. Thanks and enjoy a very, very fun episode of Cover to Cover. Cover to Cover with Chris Franchola. Cover to Cover on Patreon. I'm going to file this song under, there's a few of them, I'll, I'll throw Hotel California in there, I'll throw Margaritaville in there from Jimmy Buffett, I throw this song in there, 
No matter how many times Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen I'm going to throw that one in there No matter how many times I hear it And it's been thousands along the way Whether it be on a radio or just whatever Thousands of times I've heard Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me And it, it, it never gets old for me I love it every time It's one of those songs that I just love every time And the reason why I was starting off Today's cover to cover with it is because it is March 24th when we're taping this episode. You'll be listening to it on March 25th or whenever you choose to listen. However, we're taping it on March 24th, which is the day that The Breakfast Club happened. In the little Chiron that comes on the beginning of The Breakfast Club outside of the school, they are in detention on March 24th. A lot of people post about it online. You see the picture so today is Breakfast Club Day, and that is why we began with Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me, from the Breakfast Club. Now, Alex had come in, and we t- I told him that we were going to do that because it was a Breakfast Club, and I and, and Alex, you know, he's younger. He, he wasn't of the Breakfast Club <laughs> era. So I told him a little bit about Breakfast Club. I'm not sure he's seen it and knows what it is, but it, it, did, it probably didn't affect his life the way it's... Honestly, I don't understand cult- the cultural influence. The cultural influence, sure, yeah. understandable. And then we we went down a little bit of a John Hughes road. John mm. Hughes, of course, did Breakfast Club, and I think I've said it before on this podcast. You, I know John Hughes died young. I know John Hughes doesn't kind of get the credit he deserves. I believe in film, but people my age and and a lot of people who are now in Hollywood. And, and doing show That's why you see like the Goldbergs spoof like John Hughes movies and stuff because all the writers and producers of the Goldbergs of, of the era where John Hughes movies are probably more significant to us and don't hate me for saying this than even like Francis Ford Coppola who I love but did, did Coppola's movies impact me the way John Hughes movies did? No, they no. didn't. Uh, Scorsese... Coppola, the the best of the best. Spielberg, the best of the best. But for my money, I think John Hughes movies, Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Vacation. I'll go on and on. There's a uh, Home Alone. Uh, just on, I could go flubber. On, fl- <laughs> that's when he started to lose it in the end. He started. He died very young. I think he died. Uh, he wasn't even fifty when he died. Uh, was he even 50, 51 look. or whatever? I, I th- yeah, Died of a heart look. attack, I, I believe, jogging in, 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 in Chicago, his hometown. But anyway, so John Hughes was, I, I mean, if you don't know John Hughes' catalog of movies, 16 Candles, I'll just keep going. And the, you look back at some of them, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. She's having a baby. Do you want me to keep going? And and you you look at 16 Candles. Uncle Buck. I'm Uncle just trying to go. Buck. Oh, he was 59. 59, yeah. 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 So he, anyway, it's, it is a, it is a, they're, they're pretty in pink. One of my all time. The reason I'm here in Hollywood, the, and we'll get to a, a connecting story in a second. The reason I came to Hollywood is because I wanted to be in John Hughes movies. That was all I, all I came here with, a, with a goal, a vision, or whatever the fuck. Cause I was, I would watch, you know, these John Hughes movies and think like Anthony Michael Hall, like the weird thing is like everybody from John Hughes movies kind of went on to not really have great 
careers. Yeah. You know, they didn't go on to to have amazing um, uh, movie careers after John Hughes movies. Most of them, you, they don't even work anymore. If you look at the cast of The Breakfast Club, I don't think any of them. I mean, I know they've all doing. They're doing fine. Like Molly Ringwald's doing fine. Yeah. But Molly Ringwald certainly didn't go on to be Julia Roberts oh. and Emilio Estevez, who had a great career. You know, Emilio probably had the best career of all of the people in the Breakfast Club. Judd Nelson hi, was hanging out with me one night, one day. I think I told the story before, but why not tell it again if we're going to talk about Breakfast Club Day? I walked into a bar on Melrose. This is, you know, we would go. We would have bar days, me and my friends, back in the early days of when we were all waiting tables. You know, you hung with a crew of waiters and bartenders. So, you know, when you hang with waiters and bartenders, like Wednesday is your day, you know, because Friday and Saturday, you're you're booked. That's industry night. Yeah. 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 You're like Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday and Monday is like waiter and bartender. Let's fucking go wild day because we're all off. Mm -hmm. You know, usually the new people would work that day at the bar restaurant you worked at. And uh, so you, the veterans, would have off. And it would be like... And you would spend them at a different bar. Exactly. (laughs) And we'd get together like, let's get together and have Mm -hmm. lunch. One of my favorite things to do. Oh, that's back when life was good. We'd we'd go have a lunch. Boom, let's have a lunch. Okay, fair enough. We all meet for lunch. It's one of the places we go, whoever. Everybody's having a good time drinking. Then let's go to... A bar now. Walk up and down Melrose. See Mm -hmm. what's going on there. Maybe buy some Tony Llama cowboy boots. Yes, I did that. They had a Tony Llama store. Those are expensive boots, too. Well, let me tell you, Alex, I saw... Once again, influenced by, 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 by people whose careers didn't really pan out. I saw Lou Diamond Phillips wearing cowboy <laughs> boots. That, you know, we all know him from La Bamba. And I saw him on like a talk show, like The Tonight Show or something. And I saw him in cowboy boots. And I'm like, that to me is success. Yeah. Look at this fucking guy in his cowboy boots. Did you boots. get ostrich? I don't know what I got. Oh, I sure. got, and I tell you what else I did, which was a mistake. First of all, the cowboy boots themselves were a mistake. Mm-hmm. Everything about the purchase was a mistake. Pointy toe or square toe? Well, You're pointy right. toe, because okay, let me yeah. tell you what, what I did. Once again, influenced by, by somebody I should, probably shouldn't have been influenced by fashion-wise. I saw, if you remember the video, Faith, Gotta Have Faith, but Faith, but Faith, by George Michael. I gotta have faith, but Faith, but Faith. He's patting his little cowboy boot on the side of a jukebox in the beginning of that video, if you remember it, like I remember very vividly. And he's got a metal tip on the tip of that cowboy oh, boot. Oh, yeah. So I go up and I get my cowboy boots at Tony Lama on Melrose. You have him add one of those now, little... And I, I say, you know, I see these tips on George Michael's boots. Guys, I want me to put tips on? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I do. Metal tips. I he puts metal tips like a with like a longhorn on the metal tip, Ooh, you know, like a yeah. you know, Texas longhorn on the metal like tip. Like a set of like a set of Yeah, whatever. I don't fuck. It was some sort of, you know, animal yeah. with horns. Could have been an antelope. I don't steer. know what the fuck. Oh, yeah. Steer. You name it. Steer. <laughs> you name it. <laughs> anyway, it was on there. It was on this thing. Oh, what an embarrassing thing. And there I am walking around. Now I'm probably four mimosas mm-hmm. in or whatever, making Tony Lama purchases. Then you gotta you go through the thing, which is because this is back. Let's you know we're going way back here. This is back in the days of like Axl Rose and stuff. Where now Axl, but then again you got to give rock stars, uh, you know George Michael yeah. and Axl and everybody. They're allowed kind of allowed to do what they want to do because mm-hmm. they're rock stars. You, you get to do whatever you want. A lot of scarfs. 
But a lot of scarves. A, a, a lot of times, Axel and some of those '80s bands, they would tuck the pants into the boot because uh, you kind of want to show that shit off. You know, yeah. you had that long Tony Lama, a lot of designs mm-hmm. on on the on the boot portion. So it was like, hey, I don't think I just wear my pant, my boot cut jeans, Lee's Wrangler, your choice. You, you you don't want to wear them over and mm-hmm. cover up this beautiful design. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're from cut. fucking yeah. You're from uh, Vegas. I'm yeah, sure cowboy boots were probably a, a mm-hmm. staple in your oh, in your yeah. closet. My first pair of boots was a cowboy boot. Were they a Tony Lama? They were not. They oh, were not well, that nice. Because I was you know I know you were rolling in it. Raking. Sizzler was I wish fucking I, paying off. I wish I could have afforded those sweet metal tips for him too, but <laughs> I, think, I just had a working honestly, man's. Honestly, pair of the boots. boots were like you know I remember people telling me like Tony Lamas are uh, they were like 140. It's not like they yeah, were seven hundred dollars, no, no. you know. So anyway, um, so I get that. But Axel would tuck his pants in. So mm-hmm. then I'm walking down Melrose. Where well, I'm like, well, do I tuck my jeans into these, mm-hmm. or do I leave them out? Now I think I did a little of both. But could you imagine how ridiculous I looked? Four mimosas in with brand new Tony Lamas with that giant, aren't broken and with, they are killing your feet. giant metal tips on them with my <laughs> pants tucked into them. I must have looked like an absolute fucking psychopath. But there I was. And then we go into a place called, oh, I don't even know if it's still there. It's called the Snake Pit on Melrose. Oh, it was like I the, mean, the building's there. It but was like the one bar yeah. on Melrose. There wasn't really like bar bars mm-hmm. on Melrose. And, and the little Melrose shopping area of Melrose, which is now kind of a thing of the past, but it used to be an area where you'd go to just kind of, you probably saw it in Clueless and some other movies would if less than zero. I think they had it in mm-hmm. that. I'm like, let's go down to Melrose and buy shitty clothes. Yeah. And that's let's what, go stand in line for expensive that the, sneakers. That was the scene over there yeah. back in those days. So I, we went into, we all that's went still at, the scene over oh, there. Oh, yeah. is it? I don't yeah. know. I've been over there in years. Melrose is a shopping street. That's no, we, it. we all go down to Snake Pit. Yes, yeah, me. You know, all my buddies, everybody, nobody, it's not Meghan Markle. I told you, that bitch never hung out. And that's why, you know, that's why she's in the mm. predicament she's in currently. If she had a little more fun and hung out with me in my cowboy boots, she might not be bitching to Oprah yeah. uh, in, a, in, a, in a beautiful home in Montecito about being a queen or whatever the fuck mm. she is. Because if she would have been with me, things might have turned out differently for her. Yeah. She would have been sitting in Van Nuys, California right now talking to Alex. Yeah, and that sounds <laughs> horrific. <laughs> so, anyway, so, and now, in the bar, this is 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, the snake pit, like, just opened. Mm-hmm. And what happened, they, it opens to the street. You know the vibe, everybody. You know what we're looking yeah. for here. We want a place that opens to the street. It's a beautiful, sunny day. We want some drinks. We want to look out and watch people go by. We want people to see us. Yeah, we want people to see us. We want to, you know, we're not, fa- nobody's famous. We're just fucking waiters and bartenders. But we're having yeah. fun. Getting some drinks, having a good time. Door, windows open. Watching the world go by. And now sitting by himself at the bar with a backpack and this backpack it it, it plays a key role in the story so that's why i mention it is judd nelson now this is judd nelson after things have i think at this point he is on if you remember he was on a terrible brooke shields tv show suddenly susan or something Mm -hmm. susan strikingly susan or i'm susan are you Susan? somebody susan everybody's susan it was some suddenly Susan, I think. Kathy Griffin, I think, was on it. And 
I don't know. It was a terrible sitcom back when we let these kind of suddenly things. Susan. Suddenly yep. Susan. It was you remember the days when we would let it was before Netflix. We weren't as critical of TV shows. Mm-hmm. You know, before like TV TV got great with the Breaking Bads and the Sopranos and HBO and Netflix started making quality mm-hmm. programming. With any shit we would throw on and go, "Oh, yeah, we'll watch this." Yeah. You know, we'll we'll, we'll You know when Walker Texas Rangers Yeah, like those kind head, of yeah. things. Oh, I'll get to that in a second. I watched something the other night. I'm like, "This is what TV used to be. So bad, but nobody questioned it yeah like, no. oh, there's three there's three networks there's 18 shows now it's we're, better than movies well, exactly yeah it's, it's you know there's amazing programming and there's some shit too but whatever yeah. it's you, you got a ton of it to choose mm-hmm. from so anyway i mean you got emily in paris that, once again i'm gonna i'm not backing down from the fact that i thought it was one of the best shows of the year and and i think the emmy awards prove proved that by all their nominations <laughs> whatever <laughs> i don't know she's cute running up and down the street in dresses and sitting outside I told you I was COVID. I I had that show. I judged on COVID eyes. Yes, yes. Now when 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 shits open and and, mm-hmm. we're, and I watch season two, am I going to have the same love for it? No, because no. I'm not. I'm not watching not it through COVID eyes anymore. A prisoner in your house anymore? Exactly. Yeah. I'm out. I'm I'm living my life. You're I don't getting know if lunch. I'm You're buying it. boots. There you go. <laughs> so Judd Nelson's got a backpack. <clears throat> Thank you, Alex. Get me back on track. And Judd Nelson's got a backpack. And now Judd Nelson, I think suddenly Susan hasn't happened yet, and he's down on his luck. Mm-hmm. And he's, I think he's a bit of a drinker. I think he's a troubled person, mm-hmm. whatever his situation is. That's why you don't see Judd Nelson much anymore, because I think he was just a problem. Yeah. I think he, he was his character. He had done like New Jack City. He had done some work. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy's not a... I've, I've actually heard him on podcasts, and he seems like he maybe he's cleaned, his, cleaned up his shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway... He comes, I say, you watch Judd Nelson. And the guy, like for me, who was like a fan of Breakfast Club and Santa Almost mm-hmm. Fire, and I was like, this is like seeing, for me, Lawrence Olivier. Yeah. Like, I'm like, fuck, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Here he is. And now he's just looking for friends. So he comes over <laughs> and he's like in our crew now. This is three hours we're partying with Judd Nelson. And he's just, and I guess he has, you know, those little popper things yeah that you throw like you get a fireworks you get stands. a fireworks stance and yeah. they're, they're like they're a like bag of rocks up, they're like little wrapped up piece of paper yeah. and you throw them and they just pop yeah pop, pop. little pop but it's a louder pop than you want yeah and he has those in his backpack they'll scare I don't people if they're not i don't know ready. why he has them or how he has them or what i don't know he has them what in the time backpack. of the year was it it's fucking i don't know eight it's not fourth of it's july. not fourth of july okay he's got them in the backpack for whatever reason who knows and he starts taking them out. At this point, I think he's had, I don't know how many he had before we got there or the night before or whatever, but he's, he's already well on his way to, uh, to, to a pass out. Yeah. And he's throwing some of these out onto the Melrose street, which is already causing a bit of a ruckus. Yeah. Like it's, it's shocking enough that people said someone, these are hearing little pops. People mm-hmm. are like, what's happening? Um, and and then you see it, the guy from the Breakfast Club. You're like, why is the guy from the Breakfast Club like, wasn't throwing firecrackers? Wasn't that the firecrackers? bully from the yeah, Breakfast Club? Like, why is the guy from the Breakfast Club throwing firecrackers in the street at 11 o'clock in, in the morning yeah. on Melrose? Like, what's happening? Yeah. And then he starts throwing them inside the bar, and we're all like, oh Jesus, you know, we don't, we want to, we want to hang out with John Nelson, but we mm-hmm. don't want to be, but we don't want to get kicked out of the bar. We don't want to get kicked out of the bar. We don't want any problems. So. The bartender's like, hey, man, can you not fucking throw firecrackers? You know, I don't give a fuck. And I think he said something along the lines of, I'm Judd Nelson or whatever. Anyway, he won't stop throwing these fucking firecrackers, and he eventually gets kicked out of the bar. Yeah, that's Judd Nelson. Uh, yeah, there he is. Yeah, he's 60-something now, oh, okay. I would imagine, well, that makes right? sense, but he's yeah. looking rough. Yeah, anyway. that's uh, that's him. 
little tiny dude. That's one of the, that was one of the harsh realities of moving to Hollywood for me was just how fucking tiny, tiny everybody everyone is. is. You know, yeah. you're like, you, uh, and you're growing up, you're like, oh, everybody must be, yeah. you know, just gorgeous and six foot three yeah. and. And then you get here and you're like, what, everyone's five mm-hmm. foot six mm-hmm. and, and 140 pounds? And mostly and, balding? Yeah, everybody has a 23-inch waist. Like, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this guy's pants look like my, my little daughter's pants. Like, I would imagine mm-hmm. Judd Nelson has tiny little pants. Do you think they do it just because it's like, it makes everyone, like... It's it, a bummer. Like, just for filming, they can frame it I easier because so. everyone's I, I the I really same do. Size. And I think, yeah. and you don't want to... But I think whoever started, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, Charlie Chaplin was a little guy. And mm-hmm. Charlie Chaplin kind of starred fucking, you know, yeah. movies. And then you didn't want to put a bigger person next to Charlie Chaplin mm-hmm. because that would make Charlie Chaplin look small. Yeah. So everybody started to be five foot six. Mm-hmm. Charlie Chaplin then fucking Gregory Peck was probably five foot seven. Yeah. And then so his leading lady's got to be fucking, you know, 90 pounds. And then now he, everybody's. Yeah. You know, now we like, have a problem. Like, now we like, have an eating disorder. There's, city. Like, there's like three guys who are six foot five uh-huh. and, you know, Chevy Chase and The Rock and, and Army Hammer. Look, yeah. look what, look how it ended for them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that, and Judd Nelson got kicked out. And that's yeah. my Judd Nelson story. So there you go. That's how we, how we end our Breakfast Club, the beginning of the Breakfast Club episode on Breakfast Club Day of Cover to Cover. But did he like your boots? I, he didn't even comment on my boots, and I didn't. You know, I, I pro, he was he, the, if he if he knew how influential he was in everything about my my move to Los Angeles, my like I would emulate his you know his look a little bit. I think even in even in like the Breakfast Club. I mean, if you remember Judd Nelson in the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. it was cool as shit. Yeah, that, that that fucking character he played. I mean, Bender, I believe his name was yeah, Bender. Yeah, you're sh- right. You just, I mean, he was just, you. Paul Gleason, by the way, is the teacher and the, the principal mm-hmm. in that. And well, to rest in peace, by the way, to George Siegel, who died uh, yesterday. George Siegel, who, un, a lot like Paul Gleason in the way that, I mean, just an amazing career where anytime Paul Gleason, who plays the principal in that movie, Breakfast Club, was also in... Trading Places and and Die Hard and so a million movies. Anyway, mm. he just makes every movie he was in better. He died early in life too. Yeah, he's intense. He died of mesothelioma. Yeah. Really, I remember. Yeah, which is like that one that I see in yeah. afternoon commercials. Every like, do you scheme. have mesothelioma? Yeah. It was. It's like from asbestos or something, mm. isn't it? Yeah. No, not mesothelioma. The one about from asbestos. What was that one? Mesothelioma. No, Did you, you have asbestos? Yeah, but I think you get a disease from asbestos. Oh. Mesothelioma almost like a constant pain in your in your body, isn't it? I don't, I know. don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm lucky enough to not need no. that lawyer. You know, I don't need that attorney. <laughs> not yet, yet Alex. Not yet. Give it some time. I got some miso on the horizon. <laughs> but anyway, this Paul Glazer died of one of those, uh, you know, a weird asbestos disease. Anyway, Paul Gleason. Paul Paul Gleason. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Gleason. Um, I don't know. You don't have to look it up. But anyway, I'm just looking. He was what he was. He was anyway. George Siegel, who re, who just died yesterday, is one of those actors too. For a guy who grew up like me, he was like a movie. He was like a movie star. Mm-hmm. George Siegel. Uh, now, you, of course, you remember from Just Shoot. I mean, he was also on the Goldbergs for, yeah. for many seasons. And uh, great, great actor. Anytime you saw George Siegel in something, I mean, talk about a guy who's had a great career. But he was in these Dick and Jane movies when I was a kid. Like they were, like, he was like a movie star. This is back once again. Different time, everybody. Different time. Now you watch Lifetime movies or those Christmas movies on Lifetime or or uh, or Hallmark, and 
you know, you get it's a romantic comedy and the people are absolutely gorgeous. You never saw them before in anything Mm-mm. before or since. I don't know where the pool of actors that they are they are choosing yeah. from at, over on Lifetime or on on Hallmark. But it's people that I'm like, I know everybody in this business. I watch enough TV to go, oh, I've seen that guy on on uh, you know FBI or CSI whatever I've seen them on like a guest spot on Mm -hmm. that I've never seen these people in anything I don't know if they're Canadian or whatever the fuck they're Mm -hmm. coming from but they're all very good looking you're like oh that's a good looking man like he should probably move on to other things he won't but he should Mm -hmm. and then the woman he's gonna ride this actor train until the wheels fall off yeah and you know when they're always out working you know we know the fucking plot of those shows mm-hmm. they're working a florist a flower shop but the town's gonna close down the flower shop and and this guy's gonna come in and save everything and blah 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 okay now when i was growing up george siegel mm-hmm. who died yesterday rest in peace george siegel i think he had long life 93 years old mm-hmm. or 89 years old whatever he had a good life but this guy could be a leading man in movies. Mm-hmm. You would spend you would spend your hard-earned money to go into a theater to watch George Siegel, who's probably, you know, he he, he wouldn't even be able to work in a lifetime movie by today's mm-hmm. standards. Yeah, not that he's a bad-looking guy. He's just he's a character just, type. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you a movie that if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's called Goodbye Girl. Goodbye Girl. It had a famous song from that from the 70s is like their theme song. I think it's the, name, the song is called Goodbye Girl. Anyway, that's back, like I always say, in the days where not only would the movie be a hit, the songs in the movie would also be a hit. Mm-hmm. Many of the songs was, you know, went on to become huge hits. Goodbye Girl, the stars of Goodbye Girl are Richard Dreyfus. Now, Richard Dreyfus, we all know from Jaws, perhaps, when he played Matt Hooper in Jaws, but Close Encounters, a lot, you know, he went... The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Richard Dreyfus was a fucking romantic lead. Richard Dreyfus was like a nebbishy looking, you know, yeah, uh, romantically. And the rom- the female, I mean, lead, she was nothing. Marsha Mason, Marsha Mason. That's who that is. Yeah, she was married to Neil Simon for a little bit, who I think might have written think Goodbye he, Girl. Yeah, anyway, Marsha Mason. So you got two frumpa dumps, as we like to say, mm-hmm. George, uh, uh, Richard Dreyfus, and Marsha Mason. And they are your romantic leads. That's how in the 70s, we were like, let it happen. Who mm-hmm. gives a fuck? And this was a hit. Yeah. That's a great movie, by the way, if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it. It's, it. It still holds up. It's a fucking fantastic movie. But you went to this movie, you're like, are these people good looking? No, they're not good looking. They're gross, just like all of us in the 70s. They we're all gross. Mm-hmm. We all are 28, but we all look 56. Yeah. You don't, you don't believe me? 
go get a Jim Croce album out of your, oh, out of yeah. your closet. I mean, he Look, died in his, like, at yeah, 30. I know. And, and he, he looks looked, 100. He looked 62 yes. in every one of his pictures. Go look at any Jim Croce album. Look at any, look at Gabe Kaplan from, from Welcome Back, Cotter. Gabe Kaplan, I think, was 28 when he started Welcome Back, Cotter. He looked 53. Richard Dreyfuss and Marsha Mason were the stars of a movie, a romantic comedy. Could you imagine putting today on 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 Lifetime a romantic movie, Christmas movie with Marsha Mason and Richard Dreyfuss? You'd be laughed out of Hollywood. I don't know when it happened. Somewhere, everybody in Hollywood in the fifties, forties, and fifties had to be gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It had to be your your Gregory Peck, your Clark yeah. Gables, your Burt Lancasters, and 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 you know Rita Hayworth yeah. and those people. Then somewhere it that stopped. Let like let's get some ugly fucking yeah. people up in here and make some movies. Yeah, let's make the A team, baby. Let's right. get it. Yeah, boom. Let's do that. George Papard, who was in the A team, mm-hmm. very handsome guy. He was back yeah. in the handsome era. Mm-hmm. Back here, I think Breakfast at Tiffany's. Am I losing everybody? Just referencing old movies. With old old handsome men. Yeah, old <laughs> handsome men. George. You guys remember how handsome that old guy was? Yeah, he was. George Papard was a very handsome man. Anyway, and then. 70s hit and everybody was ugly in movies mm-hmm. and not ugly you know what i mean charactery I, yeah. ugly is the wrong word uh, that, that's too harsh they were like charactery looking mm-hmm. they were all you know just little five had a memorable three. face yeah memorable walter matthau look at walter matt walter matthau was a movie star look at walter matthau he looked like a like a sharpe but he was in he was a big time movie star yeah then somehow the 80s Came eighties and and you had to be good looking again. Mm-hmm. You had, it, but you were back to hot people back in movies. Like yeah. we don't want to see. Don't give us ugly people. No, we want to see. Get people, them out of here. Yeah, we want, we can see ugly people at the airport. Mm-hmm. You know, we we you got to give us somebody we we aspire to be. Yeah, you know what I mean. So <laughs> I don't know how we insert Judd Nelson. Insert Judd Nelson. Yep, handsome guy. Yeah, you know, in uh, his day he had that chic that like. I always found Molly Ringwald very attractive. I know people were always like, because, you know, they, she was like a romantic lead in a lot of movies. And people were like, I don't know, it's not my style. It's not mm. Heather Lockley or Heather yeah. Thomas. Like, that's that was another look back in those in mm. that era. Heather Thomas, Heather Locklear, uh, of Morgan Fairchild, who now sings uh, jazz songs uh, at Vitello's, at this mm-hmm. uh, Italian restaurant in Studio City. She does a little second floor area where the guy wanted me to. I went in there one time to eat, and he's like, "Hey, man, you Chris Vangelis?" Like, yeah, I guess with Heather McDonald. He goes, "You guys should come up and do comedy upstairs." Fuck no, we shouldn't. Yeah, and we Not went up there. It's a nice little stage. Yeah. And he goes, "You know who? You know who sings here? Morgan Fairchild." I'm Ooh. like, "Oh, well, fucking sign me up then. If Morgan Fairchild singing here, anyway." So does she need an opener. I'd love to. <laughs> I would, actually, does she? Because I would fucking take it in a second. But anyway. I always found Molly Ringwald very attractive. I know some of my friends are like, no, 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 not my style. I'm more of a, um, what was her name? The one who went on to become Desperate Housewives, but she was like in some 80s movies. Uh, oh, um, Nicolette Sheridan. Oh. Nicolette Sheridan? I don't fuck her. The, anyway, we mentioned a few times uh, already about uh, Stereo.com. Get the Stereo app, Stereo.com backslash Frangiola, and uh, enjoy how much fun it is where every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we do a little kind of a fun live podcast on stereo, have different guests come on. You guys ask questions. It's been we've doing the last four weeks and we're having a good time. So get stereo dot com backslash Franjola, get the stereo app and join us on Monday for the fun. 
We got to get to the news, everybody. There's news to discuss. I could sit and talk movies all, all day, day long. All day long I could sit and, and just roll on about movies. Um, but, but I won't. But I won't. Um, okay. There's a few things. If you're vaccinated, this is America. Yeah. We live in America. And I know we have listeners all over the world. Mm-hmm. So, But this next few minutes of the story will be for strictly for Americans. Mm-hmm. And and you guys who listen in Australia and don't some turn of the other it places. Off. No, don't turn it off. Because you can someday aspire to the greatness of America. <laughs> Here's what we're doing here in America. We, we're back. If, if you, it's ever been a, if you ever thought, is America going to come back from this, this pandemic? Are we going to be able to get out of this hole that COVID-19 has, has dug us? Oh, we're out. We're back, everybody. Mm-hmm. Krispy Kreme donuts. Ooh. Krispy Kreme, we all know them. They're a donut place. That I guess people go absolutely berserk for. Mm-hmm. I don't like donuts. Soggy bread to me. I don't, donuts to me. I don't. I'm, you know, there's a, there's Portland. They got a voodoo donuts in Portland. Yeah, that's overkill too. It's a fun time up mm-hmm. though. Though, like I've, yeah. I, 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 the line is ridiculous. But there's been a time where I get them. You know, whatever the comedy club, they'll mm-hmm. deliver them. Like, hey, oh, Chris yeah, yeah. is here. Here's a box of voodoo donuts call. in yeah. your green room. And it's, you know, they got a bunch of shit on them. They're like, this is a voodoo donut with the tricks yeah. and yeah. lucky charms on it. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. Mm. Got a Ferrero Rocher on this right. guy. Right. Yeah, they got yeah, all yeah. sorts of fun on yeah. it. Exactly. But, but Krispy Kreme doesn't do that. Krispy Kreme's like straight up kind of like glazed donuts. And mm-hmm. I know they have more than that. Don't come at me, donut aficionados. Listen, I'll tell you, they don't do anything other than that well. Okay. But anyway, they're, people love them. People mm-hmm. were going berserk for Krispy Kreme donuts. And I remember they had a few establishments that you would go get them but then they opened you know mm. wide and and now they're all over the place Chris so they are giving you if you are vaccinated which I currently am everybody Johnson and Johnson one shot vaccinated that's why Alex if you notice Alex isn't talking to me anymore it's mm. because I got vaccinated well Alex, now I know the chip is listening yeah. <laughs> okay I know it's <laughs> yeah. listening Alex doesn't want to talk too much because I want Bill Gates to, to hear, hear my what he's saying he's gonna have vocal recognition yeah. technology and the chips he implanted in you. So I Alex is concerned <laughs> that he doesn't want to sp- say too much around me because of the chip that has been planted inside me. Um, the, the, immediately after I was vaccinated, uh, I wanted to go eat a baby with, yeah. with Oprah and Tom Hanks. Yeah. That's what they, uh, QAnon no, told that's, me. That's a Hollywood thing do. though. That's yeah, not a... whatever it is. I, I got vaccinated in Hollywood. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Johnson and Johnson. So anyway, Krispy Kreme will give you a free donut if you're vaccinated. You could go in with your vaccination card and say, hi, I'm Chris mm-hmm. Rangel. I'm vaccinated. I would like a Chris Kreme donut. Now, I don't know what the, the retail price is on a Chris Kreme donut. I would imagine, I don't know, dollar twenty-five, whatever. So you're saving a dollar mm-hmm. But here's the catch. Not only one day, you could take your card in to Krispy Kreme donuts if you're that type of person. If you're the type of person who's completely yeah. lost their mind and has no wherewithal or, or, or reason to live. You could take your vaccination card into Krispy Kreme Donuts every single day mm-hmm. for the rest of the year yeah. and get a free donut every single day. Are you hearing me, Alan? Yes. So I know I know you, you're choosing not to get vaccinated for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Because I have well, a healthy immune system, healthy and immune I'm going to leave it for the. It. I'm going to leave it for the others. But good luck with spending a dollar twenty-five on your mm-hmm. fucking donuts. Okay. Yeah. Are you happy now? Well, lucky for me, Krispy mm-hmm. Kreme has shit maple bars, so I'm okay. I'm a now, maple bar guy. Is and that they, way the way you would go with maple bar? If I'm you a ma- to? I'm like a hundred year old when it comes to my donuts. I like maple bars. Yeah, that is that is that's okay. a weird one. I know. Uh, there used to be a little donut place uh, up the street. I actually mm-hmm. mentioned it on the podcast a few weeks ago when I was talking about um, uh, famous women, strong women 
And yeah, I said, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. going to yes. shout out Holly's. Holly's. Holly's Donuts. She's got, yeah. yes. Holly has a uh, an array of different donuts mm-hmm. in her little case there. And if you buy a dozen donuts, it says, it'll say a dozen donuts, uh, you know, for whatever, yeah. 10 bucks. But then it says in little small letters at the bottom, it says no fancies. Oh, Okay, so yeah, you don't roll, try to throw a fritter in yeah, there. So you're rolling through, you're rolling yeah. through, and you go, Give me two of those, two of those, and then I go, And give me one of those. And she goes, That's a fancy. That she'll uh, just go, Fancy. So and then you got to move on. Me, lady. Yeah, upcharge, but if you, if you, but she's got to let you know. Yeah. So she'll just go, The guac is extra. She's, you know, she's an Asian woman. She, she go, Fancy. And I went, Okay, that is a fancy. You sure it's a fancy? She goes, It's a fancy. But the bear claw's fancy. The bear claw fancy. Okay, fair enough. Let's move on back mm-hmm. to powdered yeah. sugar or whatever. Shit. Fine. Give me a plain cake. Thank yeah. you, Holly. But anyway, so that, there you go. The good so, people over at uh, Krispy Kreme Donuts will now, if you guys want to go and take your, your card over, that is one of the perks. Mm-hmm. I don't know about wherever you're at, but since the pandemic, because they went to like a drive through model, it takes an hour and a half to get a donut at Krispy Kreme. Does it really? I have so not, enjoy your dollar twenty. I honestly, donut. I know, I know. I feel like it's a lot. It's a long way to go. It's, yeah, but but I don't. Um, it's like one of those things where it, I'm a baseball fan and I watch a lot of baseball. And during the playoffs in the World Series, Taco Bell will always do a thing. If someone yeah. steals a base, you get a free, free taco Chalupa. the next day. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's a long way for me to go. Yeah. Like into the Taco Bell. Because now here's what you got to explain. You got to explain to the guy, the cashier yeah. <clears throat> why my taco's free. I don't think they're in on the, mm-hmm. on the wait, who stole the base? I'm like, yeah. oh, last night, um, uh, the, you know, whoever stole the base. <laughs> and uh, I'm here for the free taco. He's like, like, well, what? Kevin stole the register yeah. key. So if you see Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know baseball's yeah. on. He doesn't know who stole the base. So I feel like it's a lot for me to explain why I want mm-hmm. a 49 cent taco free yeah. because last night one of the Dodgers stole second base. Mm-hmm. It's it, I, I can't put the time in. I, I'm glad. I hope people do. Okay. I have a question. Go ahead. On uh, what would that be? On July 11th, you go to, you go to Seven Eleven. you go get, you go oh, Slurpee day. I told you the story. Yeah. You know who I went with? Yeah. Kristen Chenoweth. Oh yeah. yeah. Once, you did yeah, tell the story. I told yeah. the story with Kristen Chenoweth, the star of fucking many things. Broadway, the 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 the, the wick, wicked, among others. You know Kristen Chenoweth. Mm-hmm. I can't. Kristen Chenoweth is one of those people I say all the time. I don't know if Kristen Chenoweth's thirty five or sixty five, but anyway, she's, I feel like she's been around forever. But lovely lady, sweet, got hit by a lighting rig one time Ooh. on a set of uh, one of those shows, and she almost died. Like it fucking like the. The whole like the giant fell? rig. And she's Ooh. a tiny little woman. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we went one time. She was guest hosting Chelsea Lately for some fucking reason. And she said, let's go. It was that day. Mm-hmm. 7-Eleven day. Or yeah. Whatever. And she she's goes, like, let's, let's go to 7-Eleven. And we went and got free Slurpees to some ghetto 7-Eleven yeah. with Kristen. Not, not that they would know who she was in mm. there. Like, oh, man, I love you in uh, in Little Mermaid or whatever the fuck <laughs> But we got him anyway. So that's you know what I'm, I'm trying to say. I have a lot of celebrity stories. It, yeah. It, this, what are we? Twenty five minutes into this podcast, I've given you 35. a Judd Nelson and a Chenoweth. You want um, more? Yeah. <laughs> you, I'll keep going. And that's you, how connected yeah. I am in show business. Oh, okay. Well, uh, the other thing I wanted to discuss, and this might we're going to get a little morbid here. It might be a little morbid, and I'm sorry. But I feel like it is a, um, it's an interesting topic. 
but it might be a little morbid. So you, Alex, I'm going to let you be the judge. You know, you feel, I love morbid. If you so. feel that this is too morbid to discuss. But it's on a Today Show. I saw okay. it on a Today Show and I was like, oh, this, this would be something I'd like to discuss. It is the three biggest regrets that people have at the end of their lives. Oh, no, we all, should discuss this. We're all, exactly. This will be interesting this to discuss. this is how you don't have these regrets. Right. We get them, right. we figure out exactly. what to do now. Right. My big, when I'm, when it's my time to go, I'll be like, why did I get those metal tips on my cowboy yeah. boots? Yeah. When I'm laying in my final deathbed, mm-hmm. like, I should have gotten that Krispy Kreme. Why? Mm. But it was, because it was free. Six weeks from now, I'm going to yeah. be like, I should have got the vaccination. Exactly, and as I Alex. perish into exactly. the, So yeah. this is actually a perfect thing for us to read, because when you're dead of COVID and, uh, and you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So here it is. These are, uh, it's it's from a woman, you know, who works in like hospice care, but she's also a, she's a doctor. And, and they asked her, and here's a quote from Steve Jobs, who died mm-hmm. young and, you know, one of the richest men in the world. And she, you see, when your number's up, your number's up. Yeah. My father used to say, uh, remembering that you were going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. You are already naked. There is no reason to follow, not to follow your heart, mm-hmm. said Steve Jobs. Right before he died. I don't know. Yeah. And then he gave you an iPhone and fucked up the world as far as I'm concerned. As he hopped into a Rolls Royce. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, here, so here you go. These are the things that um, people regret <laughs> on their deathbed. Um, oh, shit. Well, I lost it. Okay. Oh, For Steve Jobs, oh, it was probably on. the turtleneck. I mean. He would always do the, t- the button. But that was his, he was one of those dudes who like. Minimalist. I'm not yeah. going to worry. Like I'm, yeah. I have more focus. I got to focus on other things mm-hmm. like building, like changing the world. Yeah. And I'm not going to focus on my shirt. I think, you know, people do that. Whatever. <laughs> it's like, we have sweatshops to build. I, I don't have I, time I, to. I focus on what I'm wearing and don't focus on anything else. That's why I'm not as successful as I probably should be or could be. Uh, this is number one. Mm-hmm. Number one is what people on their deathbeds say. And this, this not only goes for when you're dying, it goes maybe when you're looking for a bit of a life change. You know, mm-hmm. If you're like you're on your fifth day, of getting a free donor from Krispy Kreme, you're thinking, I got to change some yeah. things up here. Maybe these will, yeah. these will help you. I do not live my life. I do not live my life of dreams. I do not live my life of dreams. One patient always wanted to travel the world, okay, but okay. never did. This is the woman saying it. Um, I never got out there. I never got to see do what I really want to do. Now, here's another thing which is interesting. We all want to travel the world, yeah. but it is a financial expense that is getting in people's way. Mm-hmm. It's not like... Listen, we'd all love to fucking, you know, get on flights and go to, you know, exotic locations. Yeah. But sometimes it's a lot of money. It's a fucking lot of money to go on vacation. We can all afford to stay in a hostel in Thailand. That's yeah. not what you want. Right. When you so, travel so the world. So when you say, like, this is what people's regrets are, I'm like, well, is that their regret or is their mm-hmm. regret is I wish I had more money yeah. so I can go to the places I want to go? Like, that's an interesting one because, yeah, we all want to travel. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are hindering you living the mm-hmm. life of your your dreams. Yeah. But that's one. Everybody goes, I wish I would have lived the life of my dreams. Now, as a guy who, in some ways, has achieved many of his dreams, I don't know. Were they my dreams? No. And then you look at a guy, I look at a guy like Judd Nelson, who I said, this is, that's a guy I aspired, I wanted to be mm-hmm. when I was 18 years old. But look at Judd Nelson. He's yeah. throwing fireworks on Melrose at 11 o'clock in the morning. Like, hammered yeah you don't like you, the, the dreams i once had are now different than they mm-hmm. they so they all it always changes yeah. so i don't think i would if i if i died tomorrow i'd be like i lived enough dreams did mm-hmm. i live them all no but probably better that i didn't yeah you know what do you I, yeah how about you what are Alex? you dreaming 
Yeah, anyway. like anyway, so that's one. What of about them. me? What? What are my dreams? Do, yeah. or, uh, no, I don't care about your dreams. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> How dare you bring <laughs> I that? Like, I was like, I know yeah, you don't want to know. Wanna sit here and listen to your dreams for the next twenty five minutes. I could actually care less. But anyway, you get what you. So that's one. Yeah. Next one is that I did not share my love. Mm. Like a lot of people say, many end of life patients are frustrated that they haven't been able to share what's really in their heart and say what they needed to say to their loved ones, which is. You know, I could, I get that one. I feel like I've I've told my loved ones, you know, mm-hmm. that I that how much they mean to me. But maybe I don't know. But then again, when you're alive, you don't want to be doing that. Yeah. You know, because then people because then it sounds like you're about yeah, to die. Yeah. Like, what's up with this guy? I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking walking around the <laughs> party. Like, I love mean. you. Why? Because the Today Show told me that I don't want to regret it when I'm on my deathbed. So you should know. And I love you. I'm like, yeah, but it's, you know, we're just trying to go to happy hours. So it's not going to matter re- anymore. They're like, somebody call a hotline on that guy. It's <laughs> yeah. not You're good. You're freaking everybody out. Yeah. Well, whatever. You obviously don't watch the Today Show, so you you don't, you, and you, good luck when you're dead and you didn't tell me you loved me back, you son of a bitch. Uh, anyway, so that's another one. Uh, and here's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. And this is for all of you people who leave bad reviews for this podcast. You go over you to iTunes you and you leave bad reviews. You go over to uh, to Patreon and you leave a lot of bad reviews for yesterday's Patreon. A lot of bad oh, reviews. Yeah. Oh, people came for us. Oh, you were too serious. You were you were too uh, mm-hmm. you know morbid. As I said earlier, you were just you. Were, we didn't like it. You were mean to Alex. They said you were mean. I said, Alex is fucking can fucking handle it. That's the joke. The joke is where we yeah. have a little banter that we goof on the each other. The funny thing is, like, there was a time, and we, I think I mentioned this yesterday, there was a time in this country when people disagreed on stuff and yeah. they talked about right. it, not they Exa- tiptoed around it, eggshelled around it. There were several people who did say that. Yeah. They said, you know, you guys, it was good that you, you had a little banter going. We had to cut out about, uh, you know, 35 minutes of the podcast because Alex is fucking insane. Yeah. But whatever. That's not what. So here's the other one. One of my biggest regrets is I spent a lot of time on the internet (laughs) reading conspiracies. Okay. Right. right. We Uh, all got regrets. I did not forgive is what people say. That is their their final one. I did not forgive. So for all of you guys who, you know, write bad reviews, you should, you know, you want to go take those down or you want to go write a good one, Mm -hmm. a positive one. You want to go say. I forgive Chris for uh, talking too much about uh, George Siegel or uh, or Goodbye Girl. Mm-hmm. I forgive him. I'm not going to write a bad review. I forgive him for some of the, um, you know, he's not as woke as he perhaps should be. Sometimes he says things about different races and none makes, of us are and, woke and enough. Da, and does accents that that you know that are that are racist. Mm-hmm. And um, was that one of the reviews too? Man, yeah, there's been a lot. There's okay. been reviews of that nature. So you guys should probably. You guys go. were eating it up when it was Caitlyn Jenner. Eating exactly. It up. Oh, yeah. he ate it up when it was Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, congratulations, Caitlyn, on the Mass Singer. Ooh. Caitlyn did a great job on the Mass Singer. Came out, sang some songs, and you know whatever. What Caitlyn sing? I have no idea. Okay. I just happened to see her little I reveal. I had. To, I happened to see the reveal. See if you can get a little clip of Caitlyn Jenner singing on the Mass Singer. I'm looking. See if you can get. Anyway, so that's one. This is perhaps the big. This is people's biggest regret. They mm-hmm. didn't forget. So forgive all your all your friends and whatever beef you guys have with each other. I see a lot of them on the Facebook page. I see a lot of them on a different you know uh, social media platforms. Forgive, mm-hmm. forgive it. You know, let it go, as they say on Frozen. Went back to mm-hmm. Kristen Chenoweth. I know she wasn't in Frozen, so fucking relax, everybody. But um, anyway, that, I thought that's interesting. Caitlin, yeah, yeah. Um, no, definitely, I agree entirely. The, I, I agree with all of those, although I feel like I, none of them, none of those are going to bother me when, when I'm on my deathbed. Uh, What's going to? 
I don't know. I'll look back at probably uh, like I shouldn't have gotten the high. I, I think I went too light on the highlights once or twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, you know, I'll look back on those things in pictures and go, eh. see, the highlights were good when I just had a few. When I wanted to look like Val Kilmer and The Saint, I went to see a movie called The Saint with Val Kilmer, and his highlights were fucking banging. Mm-hmm. So I went to Fantastic Sam's, and I said, I want to look like Val Kilmer and The Saint. And and the woman achieved that goal. She did. I did look like Val Kilmer and The Saint. But then some other people started to come out, and once again, I was influenced by by the wrong people. And mm-hmm. I went a little, I said, I need a little more. I want to look like this person, whoever mm-hmm. they, that may be. And, uh, and I, and I blew it. I blew it. I, I went too light and it was too embarrassing. But so those things I regret more so, you know, I, I said, I regret the boots. I regret Tony Lama boots. It wasn't probably three times mm-hmm. in my life and never touched them again. You still got them? What size long are they? Long gone, long gone. They went, there were some, they went to a Goodwill 20 years ago. Some guy's probably still running or some homeless man's probably still running around on him. Uh, I hope he knows that they one time partied with, uh, Judd Nelson. I hope that homeless man knows that. I think they're doing a pretty good job of keeping these clips off the internet. Oh, okay. Of her singing. Yeah. But she sang ironic. Isn't it that's, ironic? Yeah, that's what. Oh, okay. That was probably like a little bit of a clue. Yeah. I don't know how that's, she's ironic, but maybe, I don't know. Sure. I like that song. It's a nice song, mm-hmm. Alanis Morissette. Another dear friend of mine. I won't go into it. Really? But, well, she was. Go she, into she, it. She, no, go no, off, no, queen. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Um, um, anyway, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, of course, is because yesterday, a couple of days ago, I think it was twenty first, was the first day of spring. Officially, the first day of spring. Um, and doesn't it feel like it? I mean, I know I've I've seen a lot of you guys' pictures who live mm. in different cities around the country, and it just feels so springtime. Um, so so uh, welcome welcome through it. Welcome through the winter. Welcome to spring. But, however, don't get caught without the 17 QVC Spring Fashion and Beauty Picks for 2021. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is from QVC. You know what that is, Alex? Yes. That's a, uh, that's like a, you, they, they come on QVC. Yeah, it's a channel, right? If you guys not, have not seen uh, the greatest sketch we may, we may have ever done on, on Chelsea lately is when I played Johnny Depp on QVC. Heather McDonald played the QVC host, and I played Johnny Tepp selling scarves, and I I was also trying to sell a piece of Orlando Bloom's <laughs> Orlando Bloom's poop that I had fished out of a toilet bowl on the set of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and I was selling that also on. I was just selling like things out of my pockets, and not if you know Johnny Depp, he wears like a lot of clothes, so he has mm-hmm. a lot of pockets. Bangles. So I was on. QVC as Johnny Depp fishing through my pockets, just <laughs> selling things in my pockets. That's funny. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's a hilarious bit, and uh, I highly recommend you try and find it. Me as uh, Johnny Depp on QVC. Real funny stuff. You know, if you like poop jokes. And who doesn't? Anyway, um, so QVC, we all know it. It's a place to buy stuff that you can. I guess you could buy this stuff anywhere, but they, 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 you know, they sell it on QVC. So these are QVCs. Are you staying with me? They're the QVC's Spring Fashion and Beauty Picks for 2021. Here goes, Alex. All right. You ready? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The ease of shopping. This is what QVC is. The ease of shopping coupled with incredible value. That's what it is. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's basically... I can't believe they're not put out of business by, like, Amazon. Oh, Amazon? Yeah. QVC is still (laughs) going. Everyone? The internet? I imagine QVC is just... But there used to be a a woman on QVC 
called a quacker factory. Remember her? She was like a crazy old lady who would sell like the ugliest clothes and it had like little duck quacker quacker factory. And she Mm. was really high energy. Anyway, get yourself an Isaac Mizrahi cardigan sweater with a high low hem. Uh, I'm always in a rush to pull out my summer tees and tanks. And that's why it's critical to invest in a great goes with everything cardigan as the season turns. Mm. I love layering a soft and sophisticated open front sweater jacket over a t-shirt. And this uh, cardigan is perfect for that. Hits all the checkpoints. That's not me talking, by the way. I'm mm. reading that. Yeah, yeah, I no. I think I'm, uh, <laughs> but it looks, you know, you're what? over here like, don't yeah. worry, ladies. It hits all the checkpoints. <laughs> so. you Perez hey, listen, Hilton listen, over here. Here's the deal. Actual retail price, 40, 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. QVC, forty four ninety eight. That's a savings of uh, $5. Yeah. Uh, okay. You got yourself in uh I won't go through all of these. There's like 20. But I just want you guys to be ready for mm-hmm. any, maybe see, Easter's coming. It's going to be Easter. I will be in Spokane, Washington. Ooh. Spokane, Washington. By the way, I'd love to be selling more tickets in Spokane. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like just, I'm selling, I'm killing it in Dallas, Dallas, Texas. Thank you, Dallas. You guys are buying enough hyenas, Dallas, May 15th and 16th or 14th and 15th, whatever. Franjola.com has all my information. I'm coming to Dallas. I'm very excited to be back in Dallas. Love it. One of my favorite cities, hyenas in Dallas. Get your tickets. What? Cleveland, Ohio, another one of my favorites. I love it down there at the little Cleveland 4th Street area, whatever it is. I'll be at Hilarities in Cleveland, and that is April 15th and 16th. April 15th and 16th, and 14th maybe too. Whatever. Frangiola.com has all your information. Cleveland, Ohio, selling great. Very excited to be back at Hilarities in Cleveland. Very. Spokane, Washington, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. It ain't great. And uh, someone told me, I knew I knew it was something. I'm like, what is it? Why am I not selling in Spokane? What is the problem? And this will mm-hmm. be, what will, what will happen here is it'll be one of those situations where people will be like, in a year, why don't you come to Spokane? Why don't you come to Spokane? And I'm like, well, here's what happened. I've been to Spokane and it didn't sell, mm-hmm. so you don't come back. Mm-hmm. The club goes, Chris Not Frangiola. that you don't want to come back. Yeah, the exactly. club is I like, lo- never I've, again. I've actually been to Spokane before and I love it. It's mm-hmm. a really nice little city. But the club will go, Chris Frangiola is a dud. He doesn't sell any tickets and we have to keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. So he's not coming back. And that's what's happening in Spokane. Here's what happened. Yesterday, one of the nice uh, fans in Spokane, Washington, wrote me and they said, are you familiar with Gonzaga, which is a college in Spokane, Washington? Mm. I'm familiar with Gonzaga. I did not realize it was in Spokane, Washington. Well, Gonzaga, for any of you who follow any type of uh, basketball, is uh, a huge college basketball team. And that weekend is the final four. March Mm. Madness, all this bullshit that I don't really, I'm not really all that into. But apparently they're expecting Gonzaga to be in the final four. That is on Saturday night. But here's the thing. I know it's a big deal for your, your hometown college to be, but who gives a fuck? Put it, tape it. Whatever you do, mm-hmm. you know, and and go watch it later, and come see me Saturday night in Spokane, or come on Friday. There's nothing going on Friday. I'm there Thursday. Come Thursday. Come Thursday. That's one show. It's. I think they even have cheaper tickets on Thursday. Start your Final Four weekend Actually, off with a bang. Sometimes my Thursday shows are even more fun because I don't care. Honestly, I don't care about any of them anymore. That's why they've been more mm-hmm. fun than ever. I've had five weeks in a row, five cities in a row. Uh, I can go down them. You all know Salt Lake City, Detroit, where I just was. All these, it was uh, Arizona. They've been so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I knew one was coming. I knew, I said, here comes the one where I'm like, 
I, I'm never going to be the guy. I'm never going to be the guy that everyone just has to, uh, they love so much they have to come out. They skip a Gonzaga gonna, game I, for. I'm going to get fucked by Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. I know it. And here it was. It's mm-hmm. Spokane, Washington. They're the ones. That, mm-hmm. And I know many of you have bought tickets and I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm thankful. I'm going to put on the same show whether there's five of you there or 500 of you there. I've still, but it, yeah. it, it, I'm concerned about this guy owns five other clubs and if he sees that I'm a dud in Spokane, there, there goes Tacoma, there goes Oklahoma City, there goes Appleton, Wisconsin. He owns these clubs. Another place I had a great time, Appleton, Wisconsin. Anyway, that's all, that's all I'm saying. Let's I, get back. I'm going to jump in. I might have the Phoenix. Let's If, if it doesn't work, we'll cut it, but what is I think this? that Caitlin. Oh, okay. Singing. Well, it's here. Oh, this isn't ironic, but... Wow. I could definitely tell that's Caitlin yeah. if I was a judge. Yeah. That's your fucking great. Everybody have a good time. Oh, he's doing what I say. He's extending every word. I walk in. Don't stop. Make it pop. DJ, blow my speakers up. Wow. That's Caitlin, everybody. Dressed as a what? A phoenix? A phoenix. A phoenix. Looks like something from uh, Power Rangers. Yeah. On the mass Singer. Oh, 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 Lumisol. Fuck yeah. I don't care for... Oh, hey. Fuck, that was fun. <laughs> the only problem is I, I I, couldn't... I could barely fit in this fucking suit. Thank God my cock is gone. <laughs> oh, she can't say that. Don't say that. Anyway, that is... Uh, Do you that, think they pretend not to know who these people are so they can get a few weeks out of them? Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's a good get for, yeah. for a show like that. That's yeah. a pretty big celebrity um, to get for, for She's one been of those doing shows. all the rounds. Oh, she did. You she's know. pretty gettable. She did that rea- or that survival show in like Brazil or something, didn't yeah. it? What was that? Yeah, it was in England. It was, oh, yeah, it was England. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. a celebrity. Get me out of here. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but... Yeah, it's funny. Even when, even when, uh, when Caitlyn was Bruce, Bruce Jenner would do anything too. Bruce Jenner was fucking up mm-hmm. for anything. And now Caitlyn, I think it's the same way. Mm-hmm. Caitlyn's just like, fuck it, take the money. Mm-hmm. They pay decently. I think it's like hundred grand or something for mass singer. Oh yeah. I told you I tried to watch one episode, and the fucking they unmasked the singer, and it was Kermit the Frog. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? I'm done. Mm-hmm. You can't put a puppet inside a puppet and expect us all to yeah. to go along for the well, ride. You didn't guess a fictional a, character. Yeah, it's not a real thing. It's a fucking puppet it's judd nelson but he's going by uh you know why why i don't know why he's not doing things like this i mean that would be great for judd nelson uh did did i mention an aerosol low wedge yorktown from this company yorktown you got to get that 110 bucks you get a low wedge i don't like it it's not a good look for me it looks a little fuddy duddy Mm -hmm. as i what one of my marsha mason yeah so that's what QVC. It's the look right now that that low wedge. QVC wish. saying get. Oh, I won't lie. After having twins, whoever mm. wrote this, they had just yeah. had twins. Comfort is the name of the game. Oh, I bet. Mm. Yeah. We'll get is some Crocs. It's car Crocs in. It's not the game of the game. It's not the name of the game when you're looking for some dick. Mm-mm. Let me tell you. I know you had twins, and I know your your husband's probably still around, but when he's not. I don't recommend yeah. you going into happy hour in these fucking things no. because that's not the name of the game if you're looking for some. You know, get up, to get up in some 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 mm. dick, but you slide your foot in. Yeah, you, know, you can go spring to fall and something like these. This is an all day footwear, spring to fall. That's you get a small. This is a a Doomy and Burke Pebble leather small zip sack. Ooh, that's a, it's a little bag, a little fun bag. You take that's a hundred. Ooh, wow, hundred fifty nine dollars. That is, you know, that's a good price. Here's some. I guess these are they're dealing with the QVC crowd. Yeah, 
you know, so like a little, mm-hmm. so this one is a, <laughs> you a, went, Oh wow. And I know, was like, where is he going? Does he not know purses? Or he was he, like, That's no, a good- no, like here's, here's fun for spring. Uh, these reading glasses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, these are for people, uh, you know, who are just 50 and above. Anywhere from negative five to plus five. Susan Graver, uh, the faux top. Uh, here's some Skechers, Ultra Flex, flat, washable, knit, slip-on shoes. Great for, you know, if you if you gardening. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of sneakers, this woman says, mm-hmm. uh, but I recognize the value of a slip-on for heading to the park. Mm-hmm. Running errands, just hanging out. Yeah. Just, I'm just hanging out. What are you doing? I'm just hanging out. Oh, does your Skechers Ultra Flex uh, flat washable slip-ons? Wait, 51 bucks for these? Not bad. I think you'd do better. Uh, I'm loving these Skechers Ultra Flex shirts. Sure, That's cheaper than a pair of Converse nowadays. Here's a Lennon Blend uh, pull-on crop pant with pockets. That's cute. You know? If, look, see, Alex? Oh, yeah. I'm showing Alex because he, he's interested in this sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, these are only 12 bucks. Dude. Oh, I, I recommend getting a pair of these. These are, you, could, like wear, you could wear these right from the pool to the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, original retail price, $42. Mm-hmm. Now you can get them $12. You can get every color for that price. Let me see them. It, Alex, you saw it already. Don't be jerking off Damn, to that Damn, those picture. are good. Anyway, that's a nice one. And here's some orthopedic sandals. Can I? That's never, you never... These, you know what these are good for? Running away from cock because you're not, mm-hmm. you're never going to see another one. Not in those, not in those orthopedic sandals. And here's an 18 hour bra. You can wear it 18 hours. Oh, and then you get now they're moving into like makeups and stuff. And that's who cares. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. I feel like I've given you uh, some. You, that's yeah. a, it's a nice way to just jump off you spring. Know, get you know started. where the spring is going. Congratulations, Emily Rentajetsky. She is a, you know, we, we, we love her on this mm-hmm. show. She's been a staple for us. She's old a, Amrata. She's a, uh, she's a, a, I guess was a model. She was, you know, we all know her. She's, she's a fan, beautiful looking girl. Influencer maybe. I'm sure. Whatever they she call was, They tried to make her an actress for a little while, but then I'm like, what are we doing mm-hmm. here? And then she, but they didn't need, she didn't need to be an actress. She's just to run around in a bikini mm-hmm. with that husband of yours, bear, whatever his name is. You know, in his sweatpants, just getting up on you. Anyway, they had a child. They had yeah. a baby, and uh, they just had, she had the baby last week or two weeks ago. And congratulations. I'm sure it's a wonderful time, but she, now all the pictures that were <clears throat> once on her Instagram of her running around in a bikini at yeah. the spring break are now just her breastfeeding. Yeah. Which, great. Cool. But I'm saying, it's, she's got this, the kids latched on there, like, uh, you know, like uh, like Billy Be Damned. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's my mother used to say that. Like I, don't even, wh- I, don't, I don't even know what it means. <laughs> oh boy, that's the hardest I've ever laughed on this podcast just now. And I said, Billy, Billy makes, be damned makes no sense at all. Uh, Over here, of, like Billy be damned. Speaking of spring break, uh, by the way, I've been watching this Miami. The city of Miami is having some spring break issues, and you know they had to set a curfew because I mean I guess everybody went down to Miami for yeah. spring break, so it's just wildness down there. And they had to like have a curfew and I've seen they're shooting tear gas in the streets to break up, you know, parties. So then I'm watching some of these videos and people, and I swear to God, I'm like, what? These people on spring break, they're all fucking 35 years old. Yeah. Like what is happening? Like not one of them, any of these people actually go to like a we, actual school. We've been talking about this for a while about how like kids stay home mm-hmm. 
and like the people from the go out and get tipsy and yeah. crawl on each other. Yeah, they're like thirty five. Yeah, they're just like just like wait kids going. nowadays are like smoking's bad for you. Yeah. And uh, I know. I'm they're gonna not, go work yeah. out. You know, right. and, they're not doing they're no like yoga pants. You know, watching uh, who the fuck knows yeah. TikTok. But but that's yeah. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, there's not <laughs> that makes nobody's sense. seventeen years old in these mm-hmm. in these videos I'm watching. They're just. I have a couple of friends who still, like up until a couple of years ago, like, where are we going for spring break? I'm like, spring break? Like, you went to community college for six yeah. months. There's no spring break. Spring break you. is a good yeah, holiday. You're 47. But, or it is a good, like, vacation for adults because, like, adults can actually afford a boat, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, so. I like the idea of, of, you know, blowing off some steam. I've never gone to spring break in my life. Mm. It's never been like a thing. I'm going to have a suit. Let's go. Uh, is that a, I, I don't even I've know. often, I've seen pictures and I Looks often, fun. I've often wanted to go, like go from one boat to the other. I don't like being, like, I don't like all day with my shirt off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to be all day in the, in the sun with my shirt off. Cause I feel like if I'm on a boat where that's a very close proximity, you're in yeah. with other people. Like, there's only so much room on a boat. And if we're all no shirt on, and it's a long day. Then I start to, my mind starts to wander. And mm-hmm. I start looking at, you know, then I'm sitting there on the back of the boat drinking, you know, Bud Light or whatever. I'm like, eh. Then I start looking at like weird things on, mm. a, on a person's back. Yeah. You know, like I got a guy with me and I'm like, I got a weird thing on his back. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would get that checked out by a yeah. doctor. This is what I start. Yeah. I, I'm not having a good time anymore. Now I'm like, I think this guy has some sort of uh, melanoma on his back. <laughs> not so I, I just go a different direction when I'm with a bunch of people with no shirts on. And I don't want people judge. I feel people be doing the same thing to me. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple hours, it's fun. By hour six, they're looking at things on me going, mm, not as great as I thought it would be. Yeah. With this show. It's got sunspots yeah. on his shoulders. Fully, fully clothed. He's cute, but mm-hmm. I don't like him, you know, with his shirt off. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, the situation there. Spring break, have fun. If you're on it, have a good time. Uh, do it. The other, who, there was somebody else I wanted to congratulate. Oh, you know who we're having? You know who's having a bit of a problem? It's just oh, I watched Doctor Oz on on Jeopardy yesterday. Doctor Oz, this host of Jeopardy. And I guess he's having some issues. Some people, some people, three people. I I don't want Doctor Oz hosting Jeopardy because he gave out bad information on COVID nineteen. This is what I read. There's an mm-hmm. article going about around that three people are very upset. Now, was he good at the as a host of Jeopardy? Sure, he's fine. And now Dr. Oz is a dear friend. He's a dear friend. I've worked with him on a terrible sketch idea that he had uh, that I played. I uh, made an absolute fool of myself for a $500 Starbucks gift card, uh, whatever. But he's on Jeopardy now. And, and, you know, say what you will. He he did. I watched last night and it's okay. It's fine. Will he be the permanent host? No, he doesn't. He doesn't have the, the chops for something like that. Mm. But I'm hearing people are upset. Yeah. By the fact that he's on there because he doesn't. No one's going to like whoever steps no, in. No, it's a tough it, You're gig, not going to fill those like, shoes. Like nobody is happy right now with any of The, the only way you could fill shoes is someone gets canceled. They got to get that guy who's the executive producer. I think his name is Mike Richards. You got to let him do it because he he he, he knows the show very well. He mm. did a good job. If you're the EP of the Jeopardy, you are the show. Like, yeah. Back, you are the Alex Trebek when Alex Trebek wasn't there. The EP knows everything about every inner working of the show and he's a handsome guy and he actually had done some hosting at another time in his life so that's the guy we want a person we don't know yeah who's fam- not famous we don't want a famous person who was uh who's that guy did the clear eyes come he was famous just for being smart ben stein ben stein yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you need a guy mm-hmm. whose fame is built on intelligence right. i think for that exactly. not just like yeah 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 so i think this this mike richards in the end will probably 
they'll just go, let's give it to him. Mm-hmm. People seem to like him, and I'm going to go with that. Uh, but I'll keep watching just because it's fun, and you know the show is still is still what it is. It's you know fun, fun to watch. I've been I haven't been doing great lately. The past couple of days, I'm not focused. I'm not focused, and I'm I'm not answering some. You're of not been taking your one a days or. <laughs> Thank you, Alex, for your concern, but I'm taking them. Okay. I just sometimes I, I sit there and I scroll the phone instead of like focusing on the questions, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I sit and look at stupidness, like Emily Rajanowski breastfeeding, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, next, I know. The next person. So this Bahad Behabi, mm-hmm. speaking of, of fake TV doctors, Dr. <laughs> Phil, uh, huh. she's now she's now coming out. Now, you don't want to do, what you don't want to do with this, this Bahad Behabi is you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you. No, but she doesn't want to do this. No, you. Nobody does. But okay. The, so it, that's what she's doing. Okay. She is saying that. Uh, let me let me get the story up so I so I can uh, give you the exact what what Bahad Behabi is saying is that uh, Doctor Phil made her go to some like teen you know bad teen camp before they shot that famous episode mm-hmm. uh, of of. Dr. Phil, which put her on the map, which made her the person yeah. that we all know. Uh, yeah, that's she, what got you to the dance. Right, exactly. So Bahad Behabi was just 13 when Dr. Phil sent her to a troubled teen ranch. Mm-hmm. So the troubled teens go and they, and they you know, uh, I don't know, make candles and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, they yeah. whittle sticks or something, mm-hmm. you know, instead of, uh, instead of getting pregnant. That's what they do. I've read stories. Anyway, so she says that they they took her there. Uh, Daniel Bergoli, that's her real name, yep. a.k.a. Bahad Behavi. She's going to be a real housewife of co- Oklahoma City soon, oh, right? I like, would fucking watch it in a minute. Her name fits, please, too. Sorry, go ahead. Please. Anyway, she is coming uh, forward about her experience at the Turnabout Ranch in Escalante, Utah. She was placed in a troubled teen wilderness program. <laughs> Oh, can they put fucking cameras on this? I want to see the Trouble Teen Wilderness program. Have you never heard of those? I've heard of it, of Dude, course, but I, I want to see it. My best friend went when she, she, her and her mom got in a fist fight and they sent her when she was a kid. And she, it, hor- like, horrific, like, she's like, it will turn you around. Mean, it will make you, you'll never want to get sent back. I don't want to be climbing these stupid trees. That's my, that's my behad baby. What, now what, behad baby? No, 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 I'm not going to eat no squirrel. I'm not going to eat no squirrel, Dr. Phil. See, so then it yeah. meet squirrels and shit. Like, what are they doing? I don't know what they're doing. I mean, anyway, pro- hopefully, Cliff she, Bars. <laughs> she was in there. So, in 2016, they made her go uh, upload. Her, she details that she was kidnapped in the middle of the night. What? Oh, maybe the story gets a little dark, and I shouldn't be making. That's fun probably of her. just how they get them, right? She was kidnapped in the middle of the night, handcuffed, and taken to the isolated ranch. Oh, yeah, that's what you have yeah. to do. I think. Yeah. yeah, you have to get these kids handcuffed. Well, the people that work there got to get some joy out of anyway, this. Anyway, where, where she was denied necessity privileges. Oh, could you imagine the screaming and yelling? She was. I have necessity privileges. I have what? My my fingernails. Where's my fingernails at? Oh, we we left them. They we left them back on your your nightstand. I need my fingernails if I'm going to be killing trees and and squirrels. Witness troubling behavior, including other children being physically restrained by the staff. She's oh, literally no. complaining about what those kids they, are there for. for. Yeah, yeah, we're not. You're supposed to be there being restrained. But Goldie, who's now 18. Oh my God, I can't believe she's only. 18. Yeah, I know, right? I feel like this girl has been around for 30. Like, yeah, this girl's not 42. No, 18. Oh my God, I feel, I feel like we've been talking about her forever. Yeah, was sent to the abuse camp when she was only 13. I was taken against my will, Bergoli says. Hold on. The cash me outside girl doesn't want to live outside for a while? Get over it. I'm over it. They came in the middle of the night. 
They didn't tell her they were going. They just took, they handcuffed them and put them in the car. It's basically like kidnapping. And the rapper, oh boy. Uh-oh. I'm sorry to the rap community that that, that is how much <laughs> she's being, you know, I, that, that she's now being billed you know, as the rapper. Tupac, says that she Nipsey was inspired Hustle. to share her story after a fellow program attendee and Dr. Phil alumni named Hannah Archuleta accused one of the turnabout staffers of sexual assault. Oh boy, so we get it. I don't want to make fun of that business. Anyway, Paris Hilton, remember, she, Paris Hilton also had an issue with one of these camps. She said that she also went to Utah and had some issues with a boarding school for troubled teens. And I think that's kind of the point of these yeah, camps. Yeah, if you're a troubled teen, it's <coughs> supposed to be a hard week. Anyway, behind behavior, I'm sorry that that happened to you. I'm sorry you had to go out into the woods and, uh, and you know, you didn't have your fingernails and whatever else <laughs> that you, you needed, your eyelashes, your mm-hmm. big giant eyelashes out there. You probably, without those eyelashes, you probably, the sun was probably blaring into your eyes. You're yeah. like, I, don't, I need my four-foot eyelashes. I can't be out in the woods with no eyelashes. Anyway, well, she's we love her, and uh, we're glad that we, that it happened. Yeah. I, I know she said it was kidnapping, and and but we're glad that uh, that Doctor Phil had her on mm-hmm. because for that we now have used her on this podcast to kill time for you know hours. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's the end of um, the Breakfast Club issue of of, uh, of cover to cover. I think this was a real fun episode. We mm-hmm. had a good time. This is a, a lot of laughs. Uh, Get, go get your free donut. Go go get your vaccination. Go have some fun. Come see me um, along the, you know, come see me at, uh, at wherever, uh, those cities that I mentioned earlier. Come see me in uh, Spokane, in Cleveland, and in Dallas. That's where I'm coming. Frangiola.com has all your information. Patreon is an area where you can get more of these episodes. Last yesterday's Patreon, very controversial. Highly recommend spending the five bucks and getting that episode and sixty-five more. Right? Yeah, that's about where we're at. Yeah, we're. I think literally. Yeah. Love you all. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, now, Alex, can we go out on the theme to Goodbye Girl? Yeah. We uh, we've talked about it a lot. Marsha Mason and Richard Dreyfus and uh, big hit in the seventies. And I would like to go out on this. Don't regret things. Say say I'm sorry to the people you love because you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. You know we said that the three things people regret they didn't live out their dreams, and that's you know who cares. It's a great movie. I recommend this. You should see this before you die. This should be on there. Just watch Goodbye Girl, Richard Dreyfuss and Marsha Mason. Had a fun time on this episode. Thank you all for being cover to cover fans. Thank you all for coming to the Facebook page. Got a lot of people came over from Juicy Scoop Obsessed to our Facebook page. And uh, don't fuck it up. Don't come over there and with screaming about you know uh, fair. You know things. This is not fair. They're talking about things that they shouldn't be talking about. He's a he's an old white man. Why is he saying? Why is he doing that accent he needs for to Daniel Bergoglio? Keep Bricoli. Britney's name out of his yeah, mouth. Yeah, exactly. Don't come over here. And fuck you. I will delete you. Delete you. Go give us a good review, and make yourself feel better about your life. If you die mm-hmm. tomorrow, you say at least I gave cover to cover a good a five star review at least you told us you loved us yeah you told us you loved us and that's what we want to hear that's what you have to do you have no regrets in life mm-hmm. when it comes to your time when your number's up 
come see me, like I said, Cleveland, Dallas, Spokane, you got it, Gonzaga, fuck you, Gonzaga, Spokane, get out of the house, you sit and watch another basketball game, please, you talk about that in 20 years, no, you talk about my show in 20 years, remember, when we went to see Chris Rangel, yes, I remember. Stereo.com backslash Franjola is where you want to go for stereos. We'll be doing another one on Monday. Stereo.com backslash Franjola. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.